Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. And joining me is co-host Hannah Garcia. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up the week as usual and talking about some items coming up on the council or on the week ahead and um, on for the rest of the month in the fast one. Hannah, let's get let's get to it. So council meeting yesterday. Um, we'll start with, you know, very top of the discussion, city manager recap. You know, beginning of the week, we posted, we had a quick talk about the special item that Mayor Kirk Watson was going to bring to council uh, yesterday on Thursday regarding the status of uh, city manager Spencer Crunk's employment. Just as a quick uh, reminder, recap for or recap, just r- reminder for folks who aren't aware, Austin's a council manager city, meaning the city manager is the effectively or is the highest ranking public employee of the city, the city CEO. All departments report to him, or in this case, you know, him uh, being city manager Crunk with the council uh, providing guiding policy, acting basically as a board for the CEO. Uh, and with that van, we had some breaking news um, about, I don't know, within 30 minutes ago from KUT. Um, again, so council yesterday met um, regarding city manager's, city manager Crunk's employment um, and executive session. And uh, it's being reported by KUT and some other sources um, that uh, the city manager, the council is going to put two choices with the city manager, whether to resign or to be fired. And only the council can make th- that decision. Um, that story is developing, obviously, but this is what was heard by sources that of what was said in council's executive session yesterday, not by us. We were supporting what KUT said. Uh, but Hannah, thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I was at the council meeting yesterday when they were discussing the um, Austin Police Association negotiations and that contract. And, um, you know, they hadn't even taken up the the item in executive session. And one of the council members, Council Richito Vela, on the dais said, you know, what, we do need a city manager. Like, I'm really disappointed. And what happened. So I, I think, you know, shrouded by the whole Austin energy thing, you know, that might have not been the make or break thing for him. But I, I really do think council felt like he tried to kind of, um, you know, overstep his boundary, maybe because, you know, he saw that they were coalescing around that one year term contract. And um, it felt almost like he tried to push it. And so, yeah. And this like, was based off council, what council members said publicly on the diet, yeah. like not ours, not our interpretation. It was just the sentiment that was expressed by them yesterday in the dais. Yeah, and um, it was definitely a little tense. Um, uh, he, you know, Spencer Cronk, city manager Spencer Cronk, he defended himself. He kind of explained why he did certain things, explained, you know, um, issues with the budget and how much things cost and what a one-year contract versus a four-year contract means for the city, you know, coming and in, going into the future. And so I definitely, you know, feel for all of them. This is a very, very complicated decision. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that could end up on the chopping block you know, based on either decision that they make. Mm-hmm. So, and again, right again, while the role, I mean, there's inher- inherently the C manager role is inherently. There's no way around it not being political, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like being a school superintendent, same kind of thing, right? There, but ultimately, you know, Spencer is hired to be an executive, right? And so, or C manager Trump was hired to be an executive, and so, um, you know, in that vein, I think the decisions, the the, the role objectively is it going to be swayed by politics but obviously that's that's easier said than done and i mean ultimately when you're you report to you know your your bosses are politicians and they and they in turn report to the people yeah that's we have like tensions like yesterday and i think i know i know, I know there have been tensions in the past as well so yeah. um that was you know we have the council uh actions from yesterday's meeting in the, in the show notes and as well as transcript uh from the probably by city hall as well. So for those who want to peruse that, but that um, 
we're going to keep moving. So that's that story is developing. And we had a podcast earlier this week about just about the status of uh, of the city manager's employment as per Mayor Watson's special item yesterday's agenda. Moving on, though, other items. So we had uh, a vote was item 41 regarding making zoning variances more accessible for low income uh, homeowners. What do you think of this one? Yeah, it's definitely great, you know, and a move towards, you know, trying to allow more people to be involved in the land development process and get more affordable housing in this city. You know, we need not just, you know, um, people with the means to pay a thousand dollars to go in front of the Board of Adjustment. Uh, You know, all people should be allowed to do that. And so I think this is going to be great and allow a lot more diversity in the type of housing we see, um, a lot more potentially, um, you know, up zonings maybe. Um, But I think it's great. You know, this is the kind of stuff that... um, leads to better better housing solutions. I get it. And then uh, Austin, the Austin Monitor covered a number of items yesterday. So we will have links to their great reporting in the show notes. And so also we covered, well, we had the one-year police contract. So that's a very complex issue. And I think that might deserve its own show later on next week because there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of layers to that onion. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I was at the council yesterday and they, had, they were only, you know, scheduled to take up the one year um, contract, but um, just based off of what had happened the night before with the city manager in that press release, um, you know, that conversation definitely got a lot wider. And so um, just because a lot of the people in the dais had been briefed yet on that um, four year contract, I definitely think they wanted to take more time just because, you know, this could mean a lot of different things for the city. Mm-hmm. And as well, uh, tree trimming. So there, there, there was an item, well, they were going to do a larger study about vegetation management. This being a response to last week, uh, I, like last week's ice storm, which is wild because today it's probably in the seven, like mid seventies or high seventies. But uh, just studying the impacts of you know, I guess of overgrowth of vegetation. You know, we had a lot of tree, tree frozen tree limbs, were, were, were what are what caused a lot of the or majority of the ice, uh, ice of the uh, power outages last week and the power lines. So looking to study that, I know audit and finance, so we we looking at that as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on the tree trimming audit that's, that they put forth? Um, I think it's great. Uh, I also, I like the fact that council member uh, Ryan Alter, he had this amendment to kind of, you know, zoom it in a little bit. So it was just focusing on that vegetation management part. Um, and I think that'll lead to better, you know, a better report about what had happened. And um, he, re- he also reiterated that audits aren't punishment. They're an answer to a question. And the city has a lot of questions about this. And so, um, I definitely think, you know, closing that scope down a little bit and really focusing on the real issue at hand that we had, and that's that's trees and vegetation management um, is going to lead to better results. Yeah, I think, again, uh, unfortunately, the, these type of storms are, are, you know, I expect they'll happen. Every, well, they will, something like this will happen every year relative to the intensity, we don't know. But I hope that a part, you know, there's, the, I think the, the discussions around public communication and everything else and, you know, from the city manager's office and Austin Energy that's one part of all this, but the root of it all, no pun, is around how we mitigate, you know, mitigate around vegetation, but also if they take a discussion around power, you know, bearing power lines. And I think those big infrastructure discussions, hopefully, you know, as the year goes on, don't fall off or, or just either get placed on a shelf or fall off from council's view, because I think those are very substantive issues that will arise, that will most certainly rise again in line with how we, you know, how we are tackling, um, around winter shelters, yeah, which yeah. I know from testimony, I saw some testimony that morning, you know, there was, there were issues around that as well, both in housing our, our, or sheltering rather our unhoused population, as well as folks who, you know, who were homeowners or apartment dwellers, I think, and those got 
everything in between, but didn't have, you know, powered out and they needed a place to go. And there just wasn't, at least from the public's point of view, the testify anyway, it, it wasn't a lot, of, it wasn't co- a lot of cohesion in that from the city side. Yeah. And additionally, you know, there should be federal funding specifically for infrastructure upgrades and infrastructure hardening in the coming months. So hopefully the city of Austin, you know, applies for those and is able to secure some of that money. Excellent. And so council will next meet on February 21st for a work session and on February 23rd, it's a Thursday for their regular voting session. Agendas will likely be up um, the Friday before the Friday, oh, probably the Friday before the 21st. So more to come on that. And then general discussion. So obviously, I think the ice storm brought up a lot of issues that most likely shell or at least kind of stalled some accounts members agendas but keep in mind you know february 6th this uh this of this week this monday was their one month anniversary being in the dais yeah so a lot of you know i think prior to that we'd seen movement and cohesion around uh early childhood education um you know we still have mayor watson's uh or child or affordable child care task force which is in the works, I know. I think they, they had planned initially to have that launched earlier this earlier this month, but that might be that most likely delayed just because of the response and both in response to the public, but also with these matters now will be reported around city manager Crunk's um, employment. Mm-hmm. So we have that. But so with hope is now we're kind of you know just we'll see how this next few session weeks play out. But getting a recentering back to the you know the business at hand. Um, I mean it's it's all their business, but in terms of the policy issues. You know, they ran on and want to to approach and so you know more to come on that but i think uh you know we'll, we'll know in the future anything, anything else out of that no just uh this this whole ice storm I, and um the situation with um the austin police contracts i did definitely think it's uh slowed a lot of the policy that had been on their agendas and so um hopefully we start to see that stuff kick back up again mm-hmm. any predictions i mean the, the year is still young um so I'm tr- i try to think though but just from experience what I mean, I get, you know, so if they, in, in some way or form, it seems most likely that city manager won't, won't be, you know, on counts or on the dais or in the city, you know, just basically being reported. Um, if, you know, if and when, or when that happens, if that, if that happens, when that happens, it's obviously to be, to be determined. But, you know, we have that as an issue now, because I think the, the prior search that brought uh, city manager Crunk to count to the city took about a year. Right. And I don't know, I can't remember the exact cost, but it wasn't, you know, it was six. It was low six it, figures. I think it was around a hundred thousand dollars. It ain't. Yeah, it's not cheap. I mean, it's a national search for you know for a growing and you know sizable city. So I expect that process, given everything, given just the, the kind of the, I view the the uh, focus that city manager's office has had over the last several years. More folks now. I mean, to, to, to the city's benefit, are aware of the power. Mm-hmm. An impact that the office has, but thusly that's going to mean a lot more, um, you know, more people who are wanting to have input in that process, which in itself, you know, and, uh, that's something the city of Austin, I think, is definitely known for. Um, but that might obviously uh, lead to an extended process. I don't think, I don't see it being a fast process. No, probably not. You know, so we have, you know, at least that, how that shapes out. But I think, and I think for folks to understand too, the city manager beyond, the city manager also uh, is they set the budget. They you know, they get reports from various city departments and who report to them, but ultimately, uh, come budget season around or public budget season come June is when the city manager's office puts out a proposed budget. The council can then take up and 
amend as they see fit. Um, it has implications for that, as well as there are several executive roles um, below the city manager's office, some of the AC, the assistant city manager level, manager level, as well as on the department head level, that there's inter- interim positions. And so beyond overall, this is publicly reported, the staffing shortages that city of Austin is having. So a lot of a lot of things in play here. How how is it going to ripple? Again, it's to be determined, but it is definitely going to be some ripples there. Yeah, definitely. And then other than that, South by, with that in that vein too, South by Southwest is on festivals on the horizon in March, and you know that'll be pretty much the whole month of March. Uh, city of Austin's the city of Austin's population more or less doubles, I feel like. So at least especially the downtown area. And so with you know with the challenges there, um, both public safety, just normal traffic, everything else, um, it's going to be an interesting uh, quarter, rounding out the quarter. Definitely. Hopefully all only good ways. And then <laughs> lastly, coming up ahead for meetings next week on Wednesday, February 15th, the Audit and Finance Committee is meeting at 9.30 a.m. and then at 1.30 the afternoon for a special call meeting uh, focused on Austin Water and I believe as well on the um, – on um I talked today on tree trimming and, and vegetation mitigation so we'll have those links to and the sh- agenda links in the show notes with that though y'all have a great weekend and just getting ahead of it a happy valentine's day for those who celebrate that and Hannah, anything to add um everyone have a great weekend thank you for listening to the bg podcast if you enjoyed the show please share with your colleagues the bg podcast is available on apple podcast soundcloud and spotify the BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M-G-P.com. And for the latest firm news and content updates, follow us on LinkedIn. We'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you.